Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, everyone. And I'm your host, Kane, and we are going to be talking about a lot of stuff this week. There was just so much news. Uh, we had the Lightfall trailer, we have a twa, we have a change to difficulty, and and uh, Vanguard strikes, and Nightfalls, and where do you want, where do you want to start with? today um <clears throat> just wanna let's go straight into twab i feel okay. like there's a lot to talk about here and then we can kind of go wherever we want to after that All right so what do you want to start with with the twab uh well let's just i guess let's Dig into it and go into. Do we want to talk about crucible changes? Um, there wasn't very many, so we can start with that. Uh, from what I understand, the only change that I've read of any significance was the change to the competitive division, where if you ranked in, what was it? If you ranked in plat in, in a step or ascendant, you could now rank in platinum for your place games. Yeah. Um, also, they'll be do. They're changing up the uh, the modes and map uh, weight rotation. So I think they said somewhere around two thirds of the time it'll be. Uh, is it survival? Yeah. Yeah, two thirds will be survival. <clears throat> One third will be rift and showdown. Obviously, it's still RNG, so like, could potentially get like back to back rift games, but. Uh, chances are a lot slimmer now. Um, and then they're also weighing um, some of the maps. So like Javelin 4, Endless Veil, and Altar Flame will have an increase. And thank God they're moving Disjunction and uh, Cathedral <laughs> of the Dusk. I don't know what they were thinking putting like a giant... Like the giant maps in a 3v3 setting. Yeah, just... they're already... They're already horrible in sixes, other than like Rift. I think they're both I, I, good Rift maps, I but like, like other than that, yeah. they're not good maps, other than for Rift. And then we can also now guild if you have the glorious title, which I do not. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically oh, their. Is they're, anybody they're... on our clan? Glory, the glorious Maybe title? Maybe Does it is. Have it? Not sure. Maybe, maybe I don't think Justin does a lot of uh, comp, does he? And then we did actually finally got the first mention of Gambit. No, we didn't. Where? Yeah, it's under uh, not swap with the uh, if you remove an. Exotic uh, armor pieces will come in in season 20. If you're moving an exotic armor piece, it will then remove all your energy from your, like, basically, like, swapping, like, a subclass. It's basically going to be the same thing. And they actually said that there is no plans on this being added to Gambit or other Crucible playlist. Oh, so that's their only mention of Gambit, is that yep. something is not coming to Gambit. Yeah, so not swap will only affect the trials and competitive um the little bit i saw on twitter because i mean it seemed like a lot of the people were really actually happy with this change so that's really cool that the pvp community like kind of got a change that like <laughs> they seem to really like they got a they got um, a w finally yeah yeah i mean honestly i mean there's not a whole lot going on here with crucible but like i feel like uh, the little changes that they made with comp uh, going into Lightfall seems like a small step as a win, so I mean, good for Bungie there. Yeah, they um, didn't mention that there's going to be a Crucible TWAB, but it's not coming until after Lightfall. Yeah. So, gotta hang on to that. Uh, I wouldn't expect any changes that, that uh, they've announced already. Like like the the number of maps you'll be getting will probably not be the like it'll probably be the same. I, the only changes I can think of that they would do is like matchmaking, uh, or like 
anything to do with game modes. Yeah. Like, maybe you could vote. Like, if you stay in the lobby, you can vote for the next map or something. Like, but that's something like we've been asking for for D one since D so, one. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see that happening. I, that yeah. would be awesome. I think that would be a huge win. I don't know. I'm, that would be some sort of coding. It would be more, I think, server bait. I don't know, like networking. I guess I don't know, like in terms of like how that would be done. I don't necessarily think that would be too difficult, but it's just it's just like how, such like, a small thing to give a W. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like have just I me. Mean, you could literally have three choices. You could have like um, replay the map. Um, <clears throat> and then a new map, and then random, and then you can only like replay the map once. So like yeah. the next game after the replay, it would be two different maps. Or you even have like, or even have like weeks. Like this is all just stuff Call of Duty has done for decades now, and just have like a twenty-four hour map, like just for the next twenty-four hours or this week only, Javelin Four, twenty-four hours. Yeah, I remember. Uh... Uh, real crafty tweeted out this is when w witch queen dropped and he was playing a lot of uh first of all at the time and like i think the first day or two days like he never got disjunction which i mean he didn't really miss out but still <laughs> like you know it's a new map like you want it yeah you want to play out. on the new map yeah yeah for so. sure but no that would be a really i mean they kind of already have like with the game mode so like that would be kind of cool, like if it's a map that people really like, yeah, and maybe have it like rotate between control and clash, and then maybe another game mode. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. But um, little step in wins, it seems like from the cru crucible side. Yeah, not crazy, but better than nothing. I actually started getting back into crucible like last this week, this past like couple weeks. I've just been jumping into like competitive and uh I've, I've actually been having a lot of fun with it um yeah i think it's because like i'm kind of on like the mid tier you know so i'm facing people that are actually at my level or a little bit better yeah which would be nice. so games are actually closer more i'm fun. still i mean even like i know demandred even kind of talked about this and like i don't think it should necessarily be like skill-based matchmaking it should be rank, rank. Yeah. base matchmaking because it's basically the same thing pretty much yeah like you know, every like, competitive game i know of has a rank based system so uh, i think that's something that hopefully maybe they talk about when they have their crucible twab um is i mean it's basically the same thing you're not gonna really make anybody upset like no okay so no not at all is how would someone have the same skill set as me but like be a platinum you know it's kind of it's weird yeah um all right uh any, what do you want to move to next do you want to keep going down or you want to scroll back yeah up? let's knock out i feel like i'm gonna we're gonna probably talk about the artifacts a decent amount and then um i was a really big fan of the challenge article um so you want to talk about the difficulty no, let's just go in the mods. I'm already okay. there, so... All right, we're doing mods. mods. So column one, you have your anti-barrier mods, overload mods, and stoppable mods. Um, anti-barrier sidearm pulse rifle, overload bow, unstoppable scout, and automatics overload, which we've already have automatics overload right now. Yeah, I'm really surprised it's back-to-back, -back, but... I'm not complaining. Yeah, it's whatever. Um... And this is where it changes up. So we have in the second column, we have um, all well, these. Actually, before we actually get into like all these other columns, we should also point out that. So previously with the artifact, we were able to unlock everything. Um, we're only going to have uh, 12 perks to be able to be unlocked per character. Um, you can reset these artifacts at no cost um, at any number of times so like and these are going to be passive so we don't have to actually include them into our armor slots which is really nice yeah that's going to open and up then, so much energy and builds like it's going to be super nice 
and we were just actually just recently talking about this before we went live was i'm actually a huge fan of the artifice armor change um because it was a lot of times really hard to get that like extra um slot in for a lot of stuff anyways so like it was kind of pointless to a point um so instead of having the extra like mod slot for like whatever mod you want to throw on um it's now going to be a just a plus three to any like skill point that you want to do so like that will help i think a lot of people kind of perfect their builds like if you need like six more for like recovery you can just throw on two pieces of artifice armor and just put the plus three on each one to recovery so i really like this artifact artifice armor change i'm a huge fan of this yeah it always seemed like it was going to be more useful to me at least um but i don't have as much artifice armor i just i just have the bonds all right since i cut you off <clears throat> yeah so i figured it would be just be kind of good to kind of talk about the 12 perks so it's like oh we can have all these active at once yeah so uh, the big change for column two is that they're going to be authorized. Most of these are authorized mods. So we have an authorized solar, which uh, the armor energy costs of all armor mods affecting your solar weapons are significantly discounted. Um, I wonder if that just brings that down to one. Probably. <clears throat> so instead of having like um, high energy fire cost four, you slot that in. Or no, you don't even slot that in. It just is cheaper. So then you could just... Um, it might be half. Yeah, and it won't be high energy fire because that's not... Uh, no, it is. It's, it is because... No, it's solar weapons. So it would be stuff like... Um, Font of Might. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have, so we have that for sh uh, solar, strand, void... Um, grenades, so you can get your grenade uh, uh, mods in cheaper. Um, Just happy. And then we have our multi-siphon mods. So this is going to grant you access to armor mods in your helmet. They combine the effects of strand siphon and solar siphon and void siphon mods. So I assume that's like... Uh, I don't know. That's the orb one. Hmm. It, oh, okay. It's Which, the orb one. Okay. Yeah, so that actually might be kind of nice for um, uh, day one. For sure. Which I don't think they're super expensive to begin with anyways, but still. Uh, column three. I'm just going to skip right down to volatile flow. That's coming back. So people are going to be able to get their volatile rounds again. Yep. Uh, we have solar surge. Collecting a fire sprite gives you armor charge. Uh, untangler destroys tangle. Destroying a tangle with strand weapons suspends targets damaged by explosion. Defiant armory uh, greatly improves the benefits provided by noble deeds, nanotech tra tracer rockets, and techs. Um, bound stock and ambush origin traits. So uh, there's your weapon trait. It seems like instead of having multiple weapon trait, like. Uh, Artifact mods, they're just going to slam them all into one. Yeah. Which I think is a good idea. Uh, Shatter Orb. The first time you break a combatant shield, you create an orb of power. If you break the shield with a matching damage damage type. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, you could probably skip that one. Yeah. Um, just because there's Watch so many... Day one raids, yeah. like a thousand freaking shields. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see why it would be that good because there's already diff like so many ways to get orbs of power. Mm -hmm. um, Alright, column four. Bricks from beyond. Defeating a powerful combatant with a void weapon has a chance to generate heavy ammo for you and your teammates. I feel like that's going to be mandatory for day one. Uh, That would be nice. I mean, it'll help. I mean, depending on... I mean, Aeons should be good enough but it would just be nice to have you know the potential to have you know an extra brick laying around but you're also using other watch heavy, so. watch it's gonna it's gonna like stack with aeons for some reason 
Um, is there a really good void LMG? Commemoration? That might be a play. <laughs> uh, then we got flare up, firebolt grenades, apply more scorch stacks, damage you combatant with a firebolt grenade, spawns a fire sprite near them. Um, that's basically an exotic. Yeah. Because they always give you extra grenades, like some of them, they give you extra grenades. Um, origin hones, weapons with the um, noble deeds, nano tracing rockets, text bound stock, ambush origin. Are always overcharged when that modifier is active. Um, I don't know what. Do you know what overcharged means in this case? Because I'm very sure um, they've mentioned that before somewhere. It's in the uh, the challenging. It's supposed to do something with like your weapons. We'll get into that with the. Uh, article <clears throat> okay uh, now I need to scroll back down because no I need to scroll back up uh, allied unraveling rapid final blows with strand weapon grant your weapon unraveling rounds with longer duration your allies um, need to know more about unraveling rounds I think that suspends enemies I can't remember um, then we have counterweave when uh, you or a fire team member stuns or, or defeats a champion, you gain energy for your least charged strand ability. So it only works if you are using strand. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> column 5, we have stranded reach. Destroying a tango with a strand weapon creates a larger and more damaging explosion. I have a feeling that might be pretty good. Uh, yeah. Rain firebolts, when you have firebolt grenades equipped. Gain a second grenade charge. Um, void weapon channel channeling. You gain temporary bonus to void weapon damage after you defeat a target with void weapon while at least one of your void abilities is fully charged. This damage bonus increases based on the number of fully charged void abilities you have. Uh, they are going all in on void and strand. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> uh, then we have medieval champion Glaive. so this is a weird one this is gonna make glaives super strong or swords so glaives will uh you glaives you wield uh fire a uh, powerful explosion payload that stuns unshielded combatants which is strong against unstoppable so stun unstoppables additionally glaives will always be overcharged when that modifier is active so, like, once you activate, it's just always going to be overcharged. Uh, landing consecutive hits with a sword disrupts combatants stunning them, which is good against uh, overload champions, so sword overload, basically. <laughs> and then additionally, swords will always be overcharged when that modifier is active. So, I think overcharge is like a, is this like a small percentage to damage, from what I remember. Uh, then prismatic transfer is our last one. When you cast your super, each member of your fire team with a subclass damage type different than yours gains a bonus to weapon damage. This would be nice. This is another one I think that could be really good for uh, day one. Um, have like, if you're running, you have your warlocks with well, and then just have uh, potentially your titans and uh, your hunters on void. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. So. Bring out your taipan. Um, so that's it for, for, uh, the crap. I forgot the fucking, <laughs> the artifact, mod. the artifact. Mod. Yeah. Artifact mods. All right. What do you think about the changes before we move on? The changes to, to the mods. Uh, yeah. And how they're doing it instead of having unlimited it's 12, it's passive. I mean, I think they did a, my opinion, I think they did a really good job, like kind of changing, balancing it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I liked having the ability to have all the mods to me, um, just as like a completionist, someone that needs to have everything but won't use everything. Um, but I, I can mean, see how this. They're, 
they're all available. I mean, you can only just have only 12 of them unlocked or like usable, I guess. Yeah. Um, did, did they say that this is depend? It's going to be dependent on each character, right? Yeah. So okay, like, so kind of like how they are now have, or they were now. Yeah. So like you could have your Titan could have one and then your Hunter could have a completely different one than what your Titan has. So I can unlock all the void ones on my Titan and then do strand on my warlock. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think in theory this is um, very good. It gets people to, you know, like experiment more with their builds, for sure. We'll see how it plays out in practice if people complain if they can't get everything. <laughs> and then, I don't know if Bungie's going to concede to that kind of stuff anymore going forward, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um... New Ace of Defeat Champions, we've, they've kind of mentioned this before. Um, the, yeah, the uh, Exotics will have anti-champion intrinsic perks. There's a whole list of them. We won't go over all of them. Um, they've also mentioned all the stuff with uh, Chill Clip and Radiant. So if you're Radiant, uh, you can shoot anti-barrier rounds until the radiant wears off. So you can just throw your hammer or you know dodge if you're a hunter. You can use chill clip to slow, which affects overload champions. Um, shatter will unstop uh, stun unstoppables. Uh, they did say here though, while radiant, the same weapon that would pierce a barrier champion will not stun overloads. So you can't. You can have one weapon that does everything, but you can't do that all at the same time. Which, uh, when's the last time you fought three ch different champions at once? Um, last night. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, last night there's uh, the GM this week. It has, when you're, right before you're dismantling the mines, you have um, anti-barrier, you have an overload, and you have an unstoppable. All right. Well, maybe they'll do more of that stuff in the future. Uh, maybe. I'm just going to scroll past the legend. I think they're just talking about legend difficulty. Uh, yeah, legendary difficulty skills yeah. based on the size of your fire team, which we've already known. And then uh, Witch Queen is free until the 23rd. It starts 23rd and ends on the 26th. Or 27th if you're on uh, PlayStation and Steam. Because it's 26th only for Xbox players. So, And that's it for the TWAB. So do you want to get into the difficulty now? Uh, you can pick. We can either do difficulty or we can do trailer. Alright, we'll, we'll end off with a trailer. Um, so let's get into the difficulty stuff. This is kind of like the the big thing this week that that uh, had people doing their hottest takes on the Twitter. <laughs> on the tw I really like a lot of these changes. Yeah, on the Twitter and the Reddits. So they are straight up getting rid of Adept difficulty. Good, because that was useless. Yeah, I've always kind of complained about there was too many like uh <clears throat> not necessarily challenging but just matchmaking things in pve yeah so we're so we're gonna have uh hero difficulty is gonna be 1750 at power cap uh the soft cap uh then legend and master difficulties can be entered once you hit 1800 which is the power cap legend will be 1830 which i believe is gonna be their pinnacle Cap, maybe maybe it's 10 20 below that i don't remember and the master is 1840 uh they're going to be implementing power level disadvantages so hero is going to be negative five legends negative 15 and master is going to be negative 20 and grandmaster is going to be negative 25 uh this is the big change that uh had a lot of people upset uh I think this is only gonna be for Nightfalls, or just overall, like in general, it's not gonna be the Vanguard Strike playlist. 
So I think Vanguard Strikes are also getting something. They are. I think they're just removing the straight up um, the uh, the over level. Like you just can't over level for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I liked it because it just it got to a point like everything is getting to be too easier like too easy so it's like kind of nice to have like um, and this also includes raids um, the legend and master and stuff so like it's gonna feel rewarding like when completing stuff hopefully I don't maybe it's still really easy or <laughs> maybe it's just a um, absolute disaster but like it's gonna like force people to like make sure like when you're going into like in-game content to like have like you don't necessarily have to have like the greatest build but like you're gonna have to have a good build you're gonna have to have like good weapons to kill enemies you're gonna have to have good dps weapons um and also might make roaming supers um a little bit more uh useful because, like, if you can kind of just clear out ads a little bit quicker while using your super, while generating orbs, like... Because it's just kind of like, you basically, for at least when we run a lot of our raids, um, a lot of times we just literally only have roaming supers, is just to use it to then generate orbs for, yeah, like, yeah. well. So, like, it might be a survivability type thing, potentially now, so... Yeah, I could definitely see that, uh, considering all the difficulty changes it might be useful to have you know a titan running hammers or um or like a striker just to clear out not rooms of ads. Not a new one not strand don't don't talk to me about strand <laughs> i don't know if it's gonna be that bad i think it'll be fine like i think in the end it'll just be I okay think, i think you guys are like titans are actually gonna really like you i think I think the the fact that you can suspend enemies with the uh, the right click and it looks like it's a massive like AOE like not AOE but like front cone. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be really useful. But other than that, not really. It depends on how much energy that that attack takes. If it's too much, then it's going to be useless. Um. Yeah. So they're reworking uh, burns. Burns have always been a thing in this game. Um, they're reworking them into surges and threats. Surges are going to be your outgoing damage, uh, so it'll increase the elemental damage by 25%. Um, surges for high difficulty activities change every season based on the featured damage types. So we're going to get Strand for the first season. And then we're going to have weekly rotating surges to be, will be Solar and Void during the uh, season. Then we're going to have threats. Threats are increased to elemental damage uh, from enemies by 25%. Uh, High-level activities will also feature overcharged weapons. This is where the overcharge comes in. Overcharged weapon does 25% more damage. So when those glaives get that like increase that overcharge, that's a 25% damage buff. That's going to be huge. Uh, kinetic uh, damage is also increased by 25%. If you're using a surging subclass, so say it's uh, solar, if you're using kinetic, it would be 25%. If you're using a solar class. Overcharged weapons can come from several sources. says here, weapon set per activity. Uh, weapons featured as champion counters on seasonal artifact. Overcharges and surges do not stack, though, so it's not 25% on top of a 25%. Be broken. That would be watch that that that's gonna happen like it launches and like that bug is gonna be like activated. Dude, imagine imagine you get that solar glaive with the artifact mod on a solar week. <laughs> that, that's gonna be super broken. Uh, okay. Uh, overcharged weapons do not get extra damage if they are also surging. You only need one for a given damage source. Combatants are harder to stagger, and their health has been increased across the board. So this is to compensate for the surge in overcharge. Uh, so what do you think about the changes to surges and overcharges? Um, it's alright. Like, this this was, like, the one thing where I was just, like, 
I mean, I guess it needed, like, a change from, like, the uh, burn type thing, but, like... Do you think... Do you think they should have... Do you think they should have just gotten rid of the, the 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 burn? Um. Or do you like having the burn where like this week it's arc, so I'm gonna run an arc weapon. Uh, I mean, for higher end activities for GMs, yes. Um. Or like strikes. I care less, I guess. It's been a thing since D1, so, like, I don't really see them, like, removing it, so. Yeah. Um, it just went to, like, Wasn't the incoming health. damage, like, 50%? Or was it, or am I thinking of something else? I'm pretty sure it's 50. Yeah, so they, they kind of nerfed, uh, nerfed burns for, well, not nerfed. Yeah, they nerfed burns for the enemies, I guess, if you want to think about it that way. Because it's only um, 25%. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so equipment... They don't, I don't really see that other than Surge's increased elemental damage by 25%. So, I mean, unless that's considering both us and the enemies. Well, it's threats. Enemies. Threats. Threats are increased elemental damage um, from enemies. 25%. So it might might make it a little bit easier. Yeah, maybe. Uh, they aren't making any changes to weapon lockouts for higher end difficulties. Uh, matchmaking is still available on Hero, but closed on Legend, Master, and Grandmaster. I think they should open that up to Legend, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um. Yeah, revive limitations for Grandmaster Nightfalls, wipe conditions are the same. They, they literally just went over the same thing again with burn surges and threats and overcharges. I guess yeah. I guess they just like sit, uh, did like a too long didn't read. Um, high score. Well, I know there was an update, so I think it was. I don't know if this was actually in here the first time, but I know there was a lot of confusion. So it said it in the TWAB that they updated this article. They did. I know they updated the rewards part because that part was confusing. Yeah, it looks like it's still the same. Okay. So high scores. Uh, they're bringing that back to regular strikes. Uh, Yay. Since here, Lake of Shadows arm dealers are being updated with new enemies, new encounters, new mechanics, and new objectives. The new mechanics has me interested. I don't know what they're going to add to that. Yeah, I don't know. Like on what they're gonna do with these two. Because arms dealer, all you're doing is dunking a ball and then killing a tank, really. Or two tanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then arms dealer, you're just shooting a ball and then running to the end. <laughs> so maybe they'll actually have something to do with the tether mechanic for the arms dealer boss, because he's like one of the few bosses that has that mechanic. Uh, and you never see it because you melt him so fast. So that's going to be interesting. Um, so they're making this these strikes less sparrow friendly. So I assume you won't be able to summon sparrows. Or they'll just spawn you in er uh, at the beginning in the areas where you can't spawn sparrows. Mm-hmm. Um... Psyops Battlegrounds, Heist Battlegrounds are coming part of the Vanguard Ops playlist, which you've known about. Um, yeah, Power Disabled for these playlists, which is the same as Game but in Crucible. Daily Rotators and Weekly Surges or Singes have been removed and replaced with Surges and Threats. Uh, the scoring. So it says here the higher the score, the larger your Vanguard rank multiplier will be. So you get a one times multiplier on Vanguard rank for going below 30,000 points. 
Multiplier increases every 5,000 points after the initial 30k. The largest multiplier will be seven times for getting over 250. Um, so that's for your rank up. So you do better, you get more rewards. Which it should be. Uh, Vanguard screen challenges are being adjusted to reflect these changes. So yeah, they're just saying that uh, instead of running your Singe, you just need to run your Surge subclass. Uh, to complete Vanguard challenges, you need to complete five activities. So it's not just locking you into the Vanguard Ops. Uh, for example, a single Grandmaster Nightfall will complete the challenge. <clears throat> um, yeah, the Nightfall Weekly Challenge now requires you to attain 200,000 points across multiple Nightfall runs rather than 100,000 points in a single run. So you don't have to aim for the 100k, you can just try to get the 200k over a few. And I think that's going to be good for um, solo players. Yeah. It can be yeah, difficult to get I 100k. Actually, I didn't think about that in terms of like solo players. Um, yeah. I mean, it also makes it a little bit like kind of nice if you just are. You happen to like run through like one of the strikes and you just happen to like miss the 100k. Because I know there's a few strikes where like you literally have to kill like everything to like hit the 100k. So, I guess that's kind of nice. Just mm. run it again. Yeah. Uh, and not be completely screwed. Exactly. Um, so, we're going to move on to Master Raids and Dungeons. So, they're going to get the Power Delta Yay. treatment. Uh, says here, go we're going to have one overcharged weapon, two surges, but no threat modifier. Do you think do you think they should have added the threat mod modifier? Uh, I think that should come with time. I, with I don't time. think you go. Yeah, I don't think you go all in. Um, <clears throat> with this new change, I think potentially like maybe next season if you're still getting some feedback to where it's just like, you know, it could be a little bit more challenging, and then you throw that in there. So, I was kind of happy that they didn't go like full scale. Yeah, this is for just to be clear. This dungeon. is going to be for the uh, master raids. So, uh, and yeah, and dungeons. So combatants won't have increased health or increased stagger resistance. Uh, so, like you said, they don't go all in. They're not going in all in on all, all the way first. Mm -hmm. um, they want to bring them in line with other master experiences without the need for craft towards the surges or overcharges which good luck with that uh, <clears throat> they've also tuned the enemy health pools completely um, yeah not, not nothing else in here which I'm kind of uh, um, uh, I wish they did would do more with master raids and and dungeons I think master raids because well, it's going to be a little bit more challenging, which I think that's something that we have all kind of like talked about. Um, and then on top of that, we are getting the uh, adept weapons, I guess, next season or after the season after Lightfall drops to where the adept weapons can drop with the enhanced perks. So that's a big help for making like master raids. Uh, replayable because like now like the adept weapons is like are worse than the weapons in, that you craft pretty much yeah the the adept weapon change isn't happening this season though it's going to be happening next season i believe uh yeah, we, we talked about that in a previous that, episode you can go check is that, that 20 out 20 or is that 21 i think it's i think this one's going to be 20 i think that one's going to so be 21. 21 uh well, I'm just talking more about rewards. Like, I wish we just saw more cosmetic rewards with that, but maybe in time we'll see something like that. Yeah, I think at first what you just need to do is you need to get people, like, 
for like our clan, like we're running our raids a lot of times on Fridays or whatever, and we're doing like the master stuff to knock out like to get the seal for whatever the new raid is. Like there's been a lot of times where I like I would like to go back and run like a master like King's Fall, but like at the point like there's just no reason. Like yeah, I mean the adept weapons just. And I think that's going to be a big help, is having the adept weapons, when they can drop with the enhanced perks, will be huge. And you can only get those when you do the challenge, too. It's not like mm-hmm. you can just get it from a random chest. And then the armor that you get, there's no guarantee that's going to be any good. Like, the the weapon, like the stats on those armor pieces are, like, they can drop at 62, or like, 56. Like it's Well, I mean, you could still knock out the master raid not do the challenge and then buy the weapon yeah that's true so that will have I me mean, even like as long as you have that weapon available so like that would be kind of nice i mean even you don't have to worry about it'd be nice to do challenge and I me mean, most likely you will end up going for it so you could have at least potentially four tries a week for getting like a role that you would want on a weapon so that's not too bad uh then we have lost sectors they're making changes to lost sector difficulty which is something that i don't think anyone really asked for uh (laughs) so they're gonna have one over uh so they're changing lost sectors to have one overcharged weapon two surges similar to uh masquerading dungeon Threats are going to depend upon the feature lost sector. Combines are going to be harder to stagger and have more health. Uh, available in Legend and Master difficulties, lost sectors feature a plus 20 combat delta rather than a negative. Uh, they will be monitoring completion rates to, and drop rates to see if they need to make any changes, which, come on Bungie, you do. Uh, so we have nightmares, empire hunts, and mass and campaign weekly missions. We're so doing one over church weapon, two weekly rotating surges. Threats depend upon the activity. Combatants are harder to stagger, have more health. Three difficulty settings: hero negative five, legend negative fifteen, master negative twenty. Uh, Dares of eternity and wellspring are going to have two rotating overcharged weapons, weekly rotating surges, one threat. Combatants are harder to stagger, have more health. Uh, available in Legend difficulty, there's a Master difficulty Wellspring. Is Extinguished is av- uh, activated on Master. Uh, and Teams can wipe on a timeline, which is all stuff that's already in there. Seasonal Battleground playlists. So, Season 19 Heist Battlegrounds, the Hero Difficulties Area 5, which I think that's already is, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is all what it already is, so I won't go over that. Uh, they completely forgot about the rewards section. What do you mean? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, we, the wrong one up. We just got raided uh, by Citrix, so thank you. Oh. Nice. We're just going over some of the some of the new changes coming up in Lifefall. Uh, so rewards. Uh, I'm pretty sure they, they completely missed this section. Um, so they're making changes to the rewards. So Nightfall Hero, they're increasing it from a small chance for enhancer prisms to actually guaranteeing uh or, or they're they're giving you a one enhancer prism medium chance at one or more or yeah they're they're guaranteeing you one enhancer prism and a medium getting, chance yeah. yeah yeah so it's yeah. good that they're starting to give you just absolutely like this is your guaranteed loot and then this is your bonus loot yep um, they kind of did this with all of them i mean basically it's just Prism for Legend. Uh, well, for Legend, it's a small chance of an Ascendant chart, Shard now, which is nice. And then two Enhanced Prisms and a medium chance of up to two more. So that's pretty nice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
so for Nightfall Grandmasters, I'll just say it's one one enhancement shard and a high chance for one or more. So you could get more than just one or two. Uh, so it's going to be a good. They're going to be we're going to be flushed with enhancement prisms and shards. Um, Yay! More prisms. <laughs> we got rid of like all these other currencies. Now these five currencies that we do have, we're Grease. just going to give you a shitload of them. Tap. I mean, I'll probably have like ten ascendant shards just chilling in my uh, postmaster, and then I'll have like doing some sort of activity and have like thirty um, legendaries on the ground, and my ascendant shards will get pushed out. So, yeah, I'm sure that's gonna happen to all of us. Yeah, especially Justin. <laughs> um, they're also changing lost sector loot as well. So instead of having, like, if you're doing a, a Lost Sector of Legend, instead of having a small chance for one Enhancement Core, which is, like, really, guys? Come on. Uh, hey, they, I need those Enhancement Cores. You know, I only have, like, five stacks. Yeah, but it's going from small chance to Enhancement Core, so, like, they're being stingy with them. It's like, hey, you already have two stacks. You can't have more. Uh, but they're going from that to giving you two enhancement cores and a median chance of one or more and one enhancement prism, which I feel like is quite a lot. You might be grinding these yeah. more for the 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 mats than you exotic. are for the exotics. Uh, well, I mean, you figure you do the you're going for the new exotic. You probably maybe run it ten times. I mean, some nice extra stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, it's giving you the mats to uh, level up the uh, piece of armor that you're getting. Um, this is going to be great for for people or people that are solo players. Uh, if you're a solo player, getting prisms and um, uh, ascendant shards are going to be much harder than you are if you're doing a raid or a GM with uh, a clan. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice little bonus for the solo people. All right. Is it time? I don't know. Is it time? I need to check the uh... chat. Is it time? I think it's time. I think uh, we're just going to hop into this Lightfall trailer. It just came out a couple hours ago. Alright, I'm just gonna let it play and then we'll talk over it after. Alright, so minute 54. Let's enjoy this goodness. Great song, by the way. What is that? The witness. <clears throat> the malefactor of our first collapse is at our doorstep. You have no purpose. Because you fear to seek one. That fear is your failure. I love this guy as a bad guy. Vanguard to all units. Keep the enemy away from the traveler at all costs. Yes, seems like he's a Understand what's at stake, like Bearer. Not all of us have lives to spare. Your fear brings you pain. The battle begins here and now. Holy shit! <laughs> Alright. That's what I call a trailer, folks. 
you know that the Traveler was a Death Star? <laughs> For real, he was a fucking Death Star all along. <laughs> he could do this. Why didn't he do this to, like, any of our other enemies that we've had? Uh, I guess they weren't in his vicinity, so he couldn't do it, but... I call shenanigans. He could have done it to Oryx's fleet. We didn't need uh, Marasov to sacrifice herself. <laughs> okay. But speaking of Mara, she's actually in the cutscene in uh, the beginning there with our uh, heroes Ikora, Zavala, Mara, and uh, Exo Stranger, Elsie Bray. She's got our little. Uh, I can't remember what they call these fish things. Pukas? Yeah, Pukas. She's okay. got a little Puka there. All right, Sully, what are your thoughts? Um, that was hella good. I was not expecting to get that good of a trailer today. Like, I was kind of expecting, like, something decent, but, like, that trailer was, like, perfect. Just to end everything, um, to get everybody hyped for Lightfall, I think that was the perfect trailer. <clears throat> so there are a couple... Yes, the music was insane the music was fantastic um they always kill it with their music uh i think forsaken it probably had some of my favorite stuff um but here are a couple thoughts that i had throughout this trailer uh i did have two i had two like holy shit moments at the beginning and then one what the fuck moment the what the fuck moment was the um was the uh the, the Traveler shooting the beam. The the other moments, though, was the one with Amanda Holiday. It looked like she was about to bite it, but of course we know she doesn't bite it because she's in the season. Uh, but for a split second, I thought she was going to die. The other one was this part right here where the ghost starts splitting apart. Yeah, that was like really cool. Like, what's going on here? I also like the fact that we're, like, seen flying in our spaceship. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, do you have any thoughts on what's going on here with this thing? Or no? Um, I, ha I have no clue. Okay. So. Oh, you can actually see our Guardian splitting as well? Really? Oh. Oh, my God. You can. Yeah. Oh, holy shit! I didn't notice that. I think they did. I think they. I think they did a pretty good job on hiding that. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is like a split second. I I think this is a power that the witness has is this like splitting things because you see him walking amongst a bunch of a bunch of wreckage. At one point, where it's all split apart. Mm-hmm. And I think this will lead us into learning Strand. Like, maybe once we get split apart, we can see the strings that holds the universe together. Because that's what they're talking about with Strand. It's like the 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 life thread um, of the universe. Yeah. Um. All right. The original. That's the original ghost. ghost. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is the original ghost. Uh, two other things I saw. One split second, there was five destination areas. Uh, it showed the moon, the Earth, Mars, Jupiter. And there was another planet. It was a red planet, though. It didn't really look like anything else that we had. It could be... Um, I want to pull that up. It's it's pr pretty close to the end where they're just flashing through a bunch of images. Um, but yeah, there's one red planet. It could be the... Um, what's the name of the, that planet that you, has your favorite vendor? Nessus. Uh, Nessus. So it could be Nessus. It could be a new planet altogether. It, How could you forget that? Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember, I remember the name Failsafe. I just forget the planet. Yeah, well, they're flashing through a bunch of crap. Uh, 
I, I paused it and went through it like frame by frame. So that's how I saw that. Uh, let's see. Let's see the chat. Let's see if anyone else is bringing up stuff. Uh, camera's broke. Yeah, the um, the camera stuff on our end on our, the podcast here, it's a little finicky with the way I'm running it. So if I like full frame one program, it'll like do something weird. Uh, another thing that I noticed is that there's a part where uh, Callus's ship, the capital ship, is is moving from one area to another, and it looks like it. They had a huge battle around Earth, and he's escaping Earth. I could see this being like the first battle it takes place on Earth, and we push them out, and they end up crashing into Neomuna, and then that's where the rest of the campaign takes place. Which could make sense since <clears throat> he's like invading Earth at the moment, so. Like, for the seasonal content. Yeah. Like, everything is pointing that Earth is the immediate attack. And we see Kallus' ship has not just landed, but has crash-landed. So I could see that being um, the case for us. Uh, it looks like that planet might be Mars. The one behind Mars? Because there's one that's, like, a rusty-looking planet, and I thought that was Mars. Find like, can I get slower? But go on. You were saying something. Oh, I kind of finished my point with the the capital ship. Uh, those are the main takeaways that I had. I had three those three things. Um. So yeah, the witness pulling apart objects and stuff like i think that's his power we're gonna like learn how to use that power uh the destinations i pointed out and then the capital ship fleeing uh from us repelling the uh the uh defense that we have um there was go on uh, I was just gonna buy you some time, but there was some. I just wanted to bring up some stuff with Joe, uh, Joe Black, uh, Blackburn's tweets, because after the the difficulty uh, article came out, he had to address a couple things. Um, he's essentially saying that the game has become way too easy and that it's just less engaging. Uh, so they're hoping yes, to bring sir. in some some form of difficulty, bringing up the base difficulty to make things more interesting. Um, trying to make Which it more it engaging minute to minute. Well, and I think the biggest thing too, like, all right, so one, you need to figure out. Let's get perfect the challenge of destiny. Like, make it so when you complete something, you feel rewarded by actually beating it. And then now, two after that, you have to then figure out rewards. Um, for the most part, like, I mean. Um, I under, I mean, a lot of them are cool that they're, you can have both, but like back in D1, it was like very rewarding. Like, I mean, a lot of people, like probably the hardest thing to get in like Destiny 1 besides maybe Galahorn was actually the ship from King's Fall. Like everybody fought, was farming King's Fall for that ship. So have like other cosmetics, like if it's ghost shells, um, shaders, or even ships that aren't like tied to the triumph like you can have the stuff tied to the triumph too like if you complete master raid you get this ship and then there's another ship for completing you know king's fall that's has a really low drop rate mm -hmm. but they got to focus on making destiny like feel rewarding when you complete like an activity like in game wise yeah as a D1 veteran, I'm sure, like, the, the, the difference between Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 is, like, miles, like, it's a canyon in, return, yeah, in it, regards of, like, difficulty and playing the game. Yeah, I mean, D1 was, I, I, I don't know, I would say Night, I'm trying to figure out, I think 
GMs are a little bit tougher than Nightfalls, but that also might be just because of what we have, like, in terms of, like, weapons, abilities. Um, but, I mean, D1 was just a lot more grindier than D2 was. Like, it wasn't even close. Yeah, so I'm hoping with this changes with challenge. Um, and they did a great start with Witch Queen with the legendary campaign that's coming back. Um, so that's good to see. Let's see how these other changes work. Um, I was feeling while watching this cutscene, like, didn't really like necessarily saying that like, I saw anything in this cutscene, but to me, like, Lightfall is feeling very. Uh, I'm not going to say it's necessarily going to be as good, um, but I feel like this is. We've, we we kind of said this with Forsaken, but this is going to be like the Forsaken slash TTK um, expansion, just because of a lot of the quality of life changes that are coming into this game with Lightfall. Mm. Um, it make the game feel play a lot different compared to what we saw with like witch queen like witch queen was great campaign quality of life stuff like there's a lot of good small things but like nothing compared to what we're seeing in lightfall yeah definitely i think you're right about that where all the quality of life changes they're basically changing the way destiny plays and it's been stale for a while so I'm excited to see all the new people come back or all the lapsed fans come back and see if they stick with it because of just how much they're changing things. Yes. Be interesting. And we have what? Five days? Uh, I mean, four, I guess. Yeah, like four or five days. Yeah. So we are closing in. My. Double checked. My vacation was 100% confirmed, so I have that <clears throat> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off from work, and I am. I, I've been kind of like away, not playing games, um, other than like I was doing some farming uh, for Wendigo with some people from the clan. Um, but it really, I just kind of want to like not play games, get burnt out because. I think when Tuesday drops, like, I am going to be grinding Destiny 2, like, hardcore. Yeah, that's why I'm playing a bunch of different stuff right now. And I'm hoping to finish off uh, Dead Space before Lightfall. So, we'll see. Um, We do have four questions from our Discord. Uh, First one was from Axel. He asked us, what are we looking for? Uh, forward to the most in Lightfall, which we I feel like we've answered that. It's a lot of the, uh, you know, quality of life changes. I mean, I'll go, and since it's, like, kind of a question, I mean, quality of life changes is big. Um, I kind of have two things, I guess, I'm looking forward to. Um, obviously, um, day one raid. So pumped for the day one raid. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I guess... I don't even know if it, you want to say day one rate. Like, I don't even know how they're going to actually, like, change the name of this since it's technically 48 hours um, instead of one one day. Um, and then just also looking forward to, like, a new raid coming in and doing Sherpas um, when that drops. Yep. Uh, then we have our second question here from Justin, which I think we're going to table this just because if we were to answer this now i don't think it'd be well thought out and it's what what's um our top idea for a new exotic gun or armor unless you have something you've been thinking about for a while uh i want to like actually give this an idea like a a well thought out answer um i'm gonna just go ahead and pin his message then yeah i think it's a great question it's just I've, I've had to prepare the show, so I haven't had time to think about it. Um, then we got Hunkanoli. He asked us, what's the biggest red flag in D2? I'm not entirely sure what he means by that. 
Yeah, when I, I saw that too, I wasn't sure, like, was he talking about, in terms of, like, player base? Was he talking about, like, game? Because, I mean, you could honestly put both of them together. Um, I mean, I, biggest red flag in Destiny 2, Gambit? You know what? You're right, Gambit. Uh, we've encountered toxic player base in Gambit, actually, believe it or not. Where people would DM, I can't even remember who it was. It might have been, I don't even remember who it was. Maybe it was some people we played with before saying, Why are you in this game mode when it's for like competitive play? And I was like, Come on, get out of here. This is... game, it's like not competitive at all. I actually remember that. I don't, I... oh, where are we playing? And it is competitive. Come on now. Everything in Destiny is competitive. Okay. Um, so that's yeah, a big, yeah, that's yeah, a red flag. I'll I'll say that's my red flag. Is if you're fucking mad about losing in Gambit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have to manage in there to get my challenges. Yeah, just challenges, bounties, and then out. Uh, then we have a question from Demandry. Titans, best class or bestest class? I will say, best class. For those of you that don't know, I'm switching over to Warlock for Lightfall. No, you're not. You're gonna be. You're gonna be a Titan. <laughs> I am more than just my fists. You are going to be a Titan. I mean, just that's how it is. You like crayons too much, and they are pretty tasty. So, um, I mean, I I, sh I shit on Titans a lot. I mean, they're cool. I mean, they're whatever. I <laughs> think they definitely needed to be like nerfed, and it definitely feels like potentially with lightful they are um but i mean everybody knows best classes whatever class you enjoy so oh such a diplomatic answer all right okay that's going to conclude it for us here uh sully if you want to share where you people can find you go right ahead um twitch twitter uh instagram tiktok Basically, all the social media sites uh, be solely underscore underscore games. And you can find me, your host, Kane, on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, as Kane Plays Stuff. Uh, we are going to be skipping next week's podcast. Well, okay. What? Are we for sure going to do that? Or do do we want it to let it settle in? Or do are we going to... Do we not want to do a podcast because of spoilers? Um... I just really wanted to play uh, <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> I have the days off, right? So, like, I booked those days off. So, I'm going to play Destiny those days. Uh, but, yeah. Next week and maybe the week after, we'll, we'll, we'll play that one by ear. But next week, for sure, we're definitely taking off to uh, play Destiny Lightfall. Yes, you can join us every 7.30 p.m. Eastern Thursdays on Kane Play Stuff Twitch channel. You can come and hang out with Demandred and Justin and Cytrix and more. Um, they all are in our chat making fun of me uh, for reasons that won't be in the audio Ooh. or video version. So you can come out and see that. that. <laughs> so until then, Guardians, eyes down. <laughs>